You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about why you need a human resource compliance review. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Wes Garnett. Let me tell you all about him. He is president and CEO of W. Garnett and Associates. It's a human resources consulting firm here in Denver. He received his advanced education at Utah State University and University of Pittsburgh. He has extensive experience in the hospitality industry and held several positions in human resources. His specialty is helping companies with their human resource systems, processes, policies, and procedures. He's involved with many local organizations, and he serves as a guest speaker and adjunct professor at Johnson and Wales University. Welcome, Wes. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction? Nancy, I, I don't think I could summarize it any better than you just did. Well, we're super excited to tap into all of your experience. Wow, you've worked some, for some pretty big restaurants. Do you want to share a few of those names with us? I was uh, the senior vice president for Buca de Beppo, which, is, which was headquartered in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I spent a number of years with Taco John's, which is our neighbor to the north. They were out of Cheyenne, Wyoming. Worked for Dell Computer Corporation, which was out of the hospitality business, but I did spend several years with Dell Computer out of the Austin, Texas area. Wow. So from food to computers, huh? Well, food and computers, that's my whole career, Nancy. I haven't (laughs) done anything outside of food and computers besides starting W. Garnett and Associates. Well, very, very cool. We're excited to tap into all that. So let's kick off with my first question. Many business owners think about their company in this order. They think about marketing, they think about sales, and they think about operations, and then finally HR gets on their radar. Why do you think HR is last, and what issues can this cause when it's in last place? Nancy, that's a great question. That is a very good question because I think the order that you outline is absolutely correct. Um, I would think we all say and we all talk about our most valued asset is the people. But when most entrepreneurs start a business, somebody focused on the people side of the business is rarely a position that's brought on prior as the organization is starting up. I think what entrepreneurs learn as they expand their staff is they need somebody whose responsibility it is to keep their eye on the human capital side of their business. 
That's so true, and I don't think people realize that until they've got a vacancy. And this is a great economy. If people aren't doing well in their business, that's surprising because business people I know, it's just coming from us from all directions. And I think this is a time when people say, wow, how do I hire more people to keep up? And if they haven't put some of those processes in place, they're way behind. Do you agree with that? 100%. What I've learned in the 40 plus years that I've been in human resources, your good employees are interested in company best practices. And what I mean by that, good employees are interested in organizations that communicate well. They have standard times through the course of the year where their performance is going to be evaluated. They want to be able to have a good offering of company benefits. And I think everyone's aware that pay sometimes falls a little bit further down the employee requirement as opposed to some of these other best practices. Absolutely. Well, so I bet a compliance review can kind of help with that or even any sort of assessment. So it Small business owners can say, how are we doing or where do we need some help? Do you offer both of those? And do you want to share a little bit about either one? Yes, we do offer a compliance review. And businesses, small, mid, or large, they have a employee responsibility. If you have employees, you have a responsibility that you have to provide certain things to your staff. And one of the things that isn't done very well with small to mid-sized companies is that person focused on the compliance side of human resources. Our HR compliance audit addresses everything a small to mid or large size business must address. And what I mean there is there's a huge immigration compliance requirement. There's employee classification requirements. There's a fair labor standard requirement. There are Title VII of the Civil Rights Code, federal code, that companies should be addressing when it comes to their staff. There are recruiting and separation requirements, as well as most states as well as the federal government require employees to post certain posters within the workplace, alerting staff of what their rights are under certain requirements. I get those in the mail all the time. I keep getting envelopes, probably because I'm registered with the state of Colorado saying, buy your signs from us. So I totally know you're talk what you're talking about. At one point, the Obamacare, went into effect, I think it was for people that had 50 or more employees. Some of this compliance stuff you just mentioned, what is the minimum number people need to have in order to pay attention to what you just said? Very good question. For instance, under federal statute, before you could claim that someone discriminated against you, I think you have to have at least 15 employees. From a federal statute, a lot of the regulations are driven by the number of employees you have. And that number will vary. 
like you said, with the Affordable Care Act, if you had 50 or more employees within a 75 mile radius of your home office, you had to provide health insurance. There's another report called the EEO-1 report. Companies with 100 or more employees, you have to provide that report. What a lot of businesses, especially small to mid-sized, don't realize, here in the state of Colorado, you have to provide support for one employee. You can't discriminate and hiring and termination if you have one employee. So what we find is we, we're always balancing a state requirement against a federal requirement. Sometimes a state requirement will supersede a federal requirement. May I give you an example of that? Oh, absolutely. Minimum wage. Federal minimum wage today is $7.25. Minimum wage in the state of Colorado today is $10.20. So an employer in the state of Colorado today paying $7.25, they're in violation of the state law. So that's where the state law supersedes the federal law. And so that's the balance that we have to do as H HR consultants for our for our uh, clients. We're always having to check what the state says you have to do against that regulation and what the federal government say, says you have to do. People who work with you, you'll be able to identify where they've got some gaps and where they've got some exposure, right? You're exactly correct. And our, our compliance audit will outline it clearly where exposure might exist. That makes sense. Let's talk about employee handbooks, manuals, operating procedures. Those are all so important, but many companies don't take time to create those or they're outdated. Any tips on how to get those in place? Because it probably solves some problems down the road if you've got these already created, right, Wes? Exactly. In fact, those areas, employee handbooks, policy manuals, we're able to provide support to our clients around those two areas. And Nancy, I would recommend companies with five or more employees to at least have company guidelines that address some of the important things that make up a company's handbook. A company, an employee should know what a company does in terms of holidays, which might be paid or may not be paid. They need to be aware of Will my employer give me days off for my civic duty of being on juries or going out to vote? So those type of policies should be in every company's um, process for their staff, where uh, an employee can just open the policy manual, read what the company's policy is or philosophy is when it comes to those type of employee regulations. And that should be easy to put together because that's probably already in the company's marketing material, what they do, who they serve. So it's just a matter of repurposing that for the employee handbook just to meet your minimum recommendation, Wes. 
Nancy, some of it is easy. Some of it is the information is easy to obtain. Where you run into problems and we've had to bail some of our clients out, they will go to the internet to provide them with the format of a handbook. What they have to keep in mind is one of the points I talked about earlier. You're always balancing what the state says and what the federal government says. Those marketing materials that you get off of the internet, handbook being one of them, doesn't take into account state and federal specific policies. They're gonna be general in nature, which may be in violation of what the state requires. So as we develop policy manuals, handbooks for our clients, it's they're going to address the state that the client resides or the business resides. So Wes, you use the term bail clients out. How hard is it to bail somebody out when they misstep something because they didn't realize that they needed it? Is it punished by find or fines? Like how hard is it going to hurt if they miss this? The unfortunate point, Nancy, is a lot of companies will bring us in after something has happened. So the bailout is us rectifying what we should have addressed prior to a state or federal agency coming on site. And that's when, in most cases, fines and or penalties have, have been assessed against the business. With what we do, with what our compliance audit addresses, is those areas that if there if the business is visited by a state or federal agency we're in compliance with what the state or federal government says we should be doing yeah i can see that it sounds like it could be painful yeah very painful <laughs> it's the pocketbook before i ask my signature question everybody gets i would love to hear about your new online training platform because that's pretty much hot off the press What's going on with that? Well, it became evident to us, uh, I guess, the last couple of years, we've had several of our clients, plus businesses that I know throughout Metro Denver, asking where could they get online training? It was something they were interested in doing, but they had little to no information about it. So we started to research and we have over the last three months, developed and implemented an online training program through BLR Training Today is the platform we're currently utilizing at W. Garnett and Associates. So we're able to offer online training to our clients, and it, it's going to be done through Training Today, which is a BLR company. So is this a library of courses you'll be continuing to add to? It's an ever-expanding library of classes. And what uh, training today, they've been around for 25, 30 years providing online training in corporate America, but they have a number of different training modules. And the, the two modules that our clients wanted us to address was the HR training modules, and I think there are 200 classes or so in HR, 
in safety. There's been wow. a lot of requests for safety, and I think the safety module has somewhere around 200 classes. And they're always expanding. And the great thing about training today, they're updated as new information becomes prevalent. They update the training classes, courses. That's awesome. Well, after I ask you the signature question everybody gets, I'll give you an opportunity to send people to your website and talk where they can find that and some other information. So are you ready for the signature question, Wes? I'm ready for the signature question. Awesome. We are all about helping people get back their time to do what they love to do. So if you had 25 hours in the day, an extra hour every day, how would you spend that extra hour? If I had 25 extra hours, I think myself as well as my staff would make every attempt to get the word out through, all through Metro Denver on how easy it is to address your employment requirements, state and federal employment requirements. It's not a hard process. By and large, human resources is an administrative function. And we've undertaken that responsibility to provide this administrative process to companies. And I would sure love to get that message out to everyone who owns and operates a business in Metro Denver. That is awesome because I think some people get kind of scared by the word HR. It's almost like thinking of the IRS and they're going to audit your taxes. So you're, it sounds like you can just make it very simple to have the HR compliance without worrying about it. So yeah. And do you only do Metro Denver or can you help people throughout the U.S.? We're currently operating in seven states, including Colorado. Yeah, so we can help clients all over the United States. Perfect. So it's a perfect time for you to tell us how can people connect with you and your company if they'd like to learn a little bit more. Nancy, would love for the callers or the listeners to go to our website. The website is www.wgarnett.com. And they can always call our office. And our local number is 303 area code 658-9342. Awesome. I will put those in the show notes so people can easily view those and click on the link and go right to your website. Wes, we covered lots of stuff today. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I didn't think to ask you? It could be a quote, it could be your favorite book, it could be a recommendation for something. I would love to share with you a quote. Perfect. I fortunately had the opportunity to play collegiate football for a number of years. And there was a quote that our coach used to tell me a lot because I would always come to camp not in the best of shape. And that quote was, fatigue makes cowards of us all. <laughs> Fatigue makes cowards of us all. And it's not relevant to business, but for athletes, I think it has, it, it applies directly to athletes at all levels. So true. And aren't we all kind of an athlete? We have to keep ourselves in shape so we've got energy to do whatever we are put 
on the, in this world to do. So if you're out of energy, whether you're an athlete or not, it really has a big impact. What position did you play? I played in college. I was a wide receiver. Oh, so like Emmett Smith, huh? Emmett Smith was a running back. Oh, he was? He's one of my favorite people. Maybe I thought he was a receiver because he ran so fast and caught the ball. <laughs> yes. Like, um, Mike, how about Michael Irwin? There you go. All right. You must be a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> I, I lived in Dallas when they won the Super Bowl, so I remember some of the names. I mean, that was decades ago when they won, but it was really fun to finally be in a city. I lived in a lot of cities. It was finally fun to be in a city that actually won something. So I'm a fan of whatever city I'm living in. Yes, exactly. You, <laughs> you and me both. Awesome. Well, Wes, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show and sharing all of your brilliance around HR. Listeners, I just updated my free report, the five systems that create massive productivity in your business. If you are feeling overwhelmed and overworked, this report is for you. Download it at nancygaines.com today. And if you love this show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes so other people can find us. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.